Hello everyone, just a heads up that this uh, episode is very late. We recorded this, I believe, back in October um, when Daredevil was appearing in She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. It's been a bit delayed as we've had, uh, we've both had a few months off. Um, there's also some slight audio issues at the start of the episode, but I hope you enjoy it anyway. Bye! kitchen and once a week we like to get there and we talk about an issue of the marvel comic book series daredevil and and randomly about our favorite fashions in it because why not and i'm claire me as always is my my co-host vix hey vix hi yeah and we thought we need a very special guest this episode so we got the biggest josie's bar podcast fan that there is he's such a big fan he named his child after the show um, I thought podcast was a weird name for a child, but, you know, it's all good. It's Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Dan, hey. you are the the, uh, the the other half of previous guest Tammy. Yes. Well, well, the other half of a, a couple, right? I'm not, like, half of Tammy. <laughs> that would be weird, yeah, I if you were, like... That would be a bit weird. Tammy's, like, head is on your body as well, like... Mm. Right now, she's just got some headphones on, is chilling out next to you. Like now, that would be we're conjoined twins, but we're married. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, it would probably make things easier, right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I know you live in Florida, but come on, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) This is this is happening in Florida somewhere, Dad. We, you know, come on, we know it. Yeah. Anyway. if Daredevil fucks, so do conjoined twins. Oh, Daredevil fucks now, yeah, guys. <laughs> More on that in a minute. <laughs> oh, what a week it's been. Uh, anyway, uh, we are a bar, and so we always have a, a drink on hand. So, uh, Dan, what, what have you brought to the bar? Don't drink anything yeah. from the actual bar. It's all terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> no, uh, so I have uh, some Tito's vodka with... Simple syrup been infused with um, some rosemary from my grandmother's <gasps> garden and nice. some lemon and a splash of sparkling water. That sounds so really fantastic. good. It's like the fanciest drink we've ever had in a bar. I feel ashamed in comparison. I'm <laughs> well, guessing no. fixed. Oh, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, anytime you say infused, it sounds like fancy. But what if it's just like, oh, infused <laughs> with garbage? <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Oh, infusion, eh? Fix, mm. <laughs> what are you drinking? Is it some kind of tea? I, yes, I have two drinks, actually. Um, so I have the rest of You're my... You're as big as, as, a, as a slutter's daredevil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I, I'm, I'm thirsty. Uh, I've got my wild cherry vegan protein water. Um, and then I have a cinnamon, cardamom and ginger tea with a splash of honey in it. That sounds Ooh. nice. 
it is nice actually it's very well, good for the tummy yeah it is good for the tummy well i sorted out my tea collection today um and then i thought shall i make a cup of tea for when we record and then i thought no i will have a pepsi max cherry maximum taste no sugar just to keep things interesting drink of champions <laughs> just saying anyway this um this week this episode before we get into the actual issue i have an email to read you guys <gasps> now i've teased vix about this but vix has not heard it yet we got an email <laughs> oh my God. this is from new listener peter Hi guys, only about two and a half years late, but hey, I just wanted to say after finding the podcast how much I enjoyed your very first episode. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Having been a huge fan of this character since first laying eyes on him in old Marvel UK reprints way back in 1973. Yes, I'm that old. It's always nice to hear fresh takes on someone who has always, for me, been far and away Marvel's best character. Really interesting times to be a DD fan these days. I'm writing this on the very day the new She-Hulk episode introduces DD to the MCU, which I'm catching later today. But yes, before Netflix, even before Miller, I was there. My God, I really am that old. <laughs> Enjoyed hearing your fresh takes on some of the key panels of this first issue. So much so that even someone as old school as me and has read and adored this particular book, oh, a fair few times still managed to gain a new appreciation of some key moments. So thanks for that. Anyway, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed the debut show. And as I like catching up with these things in order, I am already looking forward to the evil menace of Electro. Take care, guys. <laughs> Peter. Oh, nice. thank you. Thank you, Peter, in the future. Um, when you've um, caught up on the other 73 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I- and I will say that uh, I Peter followed me on Twitter, and Aww. I have to apologise that most of my Twitter is literally just shouting about how shit the Tories are. Well, so I mean, if you follow, Peter, if you follow me for Daredevil content, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Peter lives in the UK, so I'm sure he yeah. understands the reasons you're shouting into the the void about these mm. things. <laughs> um you know but uh yeah hopefully in the future we can have uh, peter on for an an episode um when he's caught up so future peter when you're listening to this yay for sticking with us this far (laughs) if you're listening we've got got less and less professional uh, (laughs) as the episodes have gone on and And also more and more despairing of matthew (laughs) Matthew. Oh, I'm sure you'll have issues with this this particular. Oh, I do. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in other news, with keeping track of of all the episodes we've done, um, Dan, uh, I think it was a month ago, issue number six hundred and fifty of Daredevil was released. Ooh. <laughs> um, and in the back of it, the bumper issue, I bought a copy of it for Vix because in the yes. back it has a little gallery of every single um cover uh comic issue cover all 650 of them in the back so so vix can check along as we go through them and it's quite funny looking at where we're up to compared to how far we have to go i'm just getting my i'm just getting my go i was really tempted but then i was like i was gonna cross them off well i i've done each one to cross them off so but i kind of don't want to ruin 
They, well, but they're not. I can't read the bloody issue. No. <laughs> we get there, it will make anyway. no sense anyway if you read it. I mean, yeah. you know, there's been 649 issues before that, so. I mean, the no. artwork's really pretty. It, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's an alright issue. You know, I'm I'm on the the current run of death, but we'll get to that in 12 years anyway. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I might I might cross them off as we go. Nice. Very cool. Uh, that will be very valuable for a, um, a Josie's Bar podcast listener in the future who happens to buy that issue <laughs> <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> so this uh, week we are discussing Daredevil uh, number 75. It came out um, April 1971, April Fools. Uh, <laughs> this issue was written by Jerry Conway, obviously current writer, and it was penciled by Gene Colan. Although I don't know if you you thought this i thought the artwork looked kind of different the way he drew dead of this issue it does uh, a little bit yeah there's a yeah. little bit of difference he looked a bit a bit squidgier a bit softer i like that though like a little squishy um <laughs> the embellisher was sid shaw's sammy rosen was the letterer Yay! and we get a little thanks in the issue that says we wish to thank the government and armed forces of Deldia for permission to do this story <laughs> Just to say, Delvaldia is not a real country, <laughs> in case anyone wondered. Uh, and anyone wanted to go and pay their respects. To Delvaldia. <laughs> I'm assuming you say Delvaldia, I don't know. Um, well, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, what if you're a kid and you're, like, reading this? Are you like, oh, I can't wait till we learn about this in school. <laughs> the great country of when are we learning about Delvaldia and Wakanda and Sokovia in school? Yeah. Um, so the official but, description of Delvaldia is a small fictional nation in northwest South America. You know what's funny though, like Hell's Kitchen's actually a real place. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like absolutely. All the others are fake, <laughs> but, but Hell's Kitchen is actually real. Me and Dan have um, shenaniganed around Hell's Kitchen, haven't we, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I um, I look on Zillow. At, places for sale <laughs> in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, it's very expensive now. <laughs> it is ridiculously oh, yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um, so the description of this issue is a nation trembles in the ominous shadow of El Condor, a story torn from today's front page and dedicated to you, the Marvel breed of reader. So what did you guys think of this cover? Um, it's kind of... I don't know. It's kind it's of not, it's not. Yeah, it's not the most interesting of. I don't, I don't quite know what he's what this pose is that he's doing. Like, is he? <laughs> I'm guessing he's like jumping towards the people standing on the giant newspaper. I think so. Mm-hmm. Because it's 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 out of this morning's news. That's what it says, right? Yeah. You open the newspaper and a daredevil jumps out at you. And a man's shooting. Well, see, I would like it if um, maybe Daredevil in this um, mm-hmm. in this issue, you know, he, maybe he has a new power, which is like he's like Ant-Man. Like now he's giant man and he's like huge and he's just going <laughs> to fall on them and crush everybody. They were like, ah! I mean, they are firing up at him. So it is like he is a giant. Yeah. Falling out of the sky or something. I mean, that I mean, could be a new power. Also, he now has the power to fuck Dan. So oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Which we should say is in reference to, yes, Peter, the, the issue of Daredevil in She-Hulk was um, this week when we are recording, and there has been much drama over it. Not on this podcast, but in the wider community. Just, just the usual, the usual whiny man babies that live yeah. in their mum's basement. It's been, it's been, it's been. I don't, I don't fuck, so I don't want Daredevil to either. Where I've never touched a woman. Ugh. It's been. Yeah, you gotta feel the pain, guys. The the pain of Daredevil. You can't, who doesn't fuck, but now yeah. he fucks. I just, I'm confused. You can't read Daredevil unless you've had the pain of daredevil <laughs> dad yeah, have you which... had the pain of daredevil <laughs> i mean i guess there was a time that i didn't fuck so yeah <laughs> oh anyway 100 we open this issue with a very strange page we get beautifully written it's jerry conway so it's beautifully written talking about this statue that's in memory of el condor who was a martyred soldier in, in the delvadia revolution lovely written but then we have a floating mat head. <laughs> I'm very, I don't I understand just, it. In, in my notes, I was like, has Matt's ego become that massive that it's become a mountain? <laughs> I think he looks like the wizard out of the Wizard of Oz. You know, he's a giant head and he's like looking over this, this town. I was like, I don't. I don't understand why he's, his giant head is coming out of this mountain. <laughs> What, what if it's like a Mount Rushmore type thing? <gasps> and uh, Daredevil, and then, you know, who's the other people that they're going to carve in this mountain? I don't well, know. Uh, Keith, <laughs> who appears in this yeah. issue later. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, if you're going to do, like, the Mount Rushmore of superheroes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Daredevil isn't going to be the first one you do. <gasps> He's not. It's, it's going to be Cap. It's gonna well, be I Cap. don't know. I mean, it's this is a South American country. Are they going to have Captain uh, America in the side of a mountain? True. Mm, mm. Just saying. Well, they could, um, saying that, they could, I think it's, there is a superhero that's from, I mean, I'm sure there's a few. I think Black Tarantula is from Del Valdia, if I remember. Yep. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. So they should carve him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Is he called Black Tarantula or is he just Tarantula? I can't remember. I think it's just Tarantula. I think it is Tarantula. Yeah, it's Tarantula. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he does appear in Daredevil much later. He's very cool. And I think there's been several people that have been the Tarantula. Uh, The next page starts with a very energetic embassies. (laughs) A building, (laughs) a structure like any other, and yet it represents something far more than a style of architecture. And uh, we meet Jerome Villiers who is not very happy with his job. Kathy will be <laughs> furious. Um, yeah, he's he's having a bit of a, a, a pity party. He's the first consul at the US mission to Davaria. He um, has got a lot of work to do. He tries to sell his wife, Kathy, when he gets home. She's not having any of it. He hates bureaucracy. He didn't get into the job for for the glamour. We get a lot of like insight into his problems in like one I, panel. I immediately don't trust him because he's got the facial hair. He does have the facial hair, yes. The the yeah. villainous facial hair. Now question, do you trust Keith later because he does not have the facial hair? He has only a beard and not an evil moustache. Mm. 
I don't trust any of them, to be fair, in this issue. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, you shouldn't trust white men, right? I mean, I think oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't trust what you're saying, Dad. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you should not. <laughs> uh, did you guys, when these these guys uh, these guys like jump out at Villiers and go to kidnap him? And they start speaking. Did you guys cringe like I did? Although I did remember that it was an act they were putting on. Yeah, but that makes it even worse. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it makes it worse. I just... yeah, I... yeah. You know what, Vix? You turned me. Okay. I'll, I'll finish my thought if you don't mind. So, so at first I was like, fuck this shit. Like, what are you guys doing? And then I turned the page and it's like, oh, okay. It's, it's an act. It is, it is, when this episode comes out, it won't be Hispanic Heritage Month anymore, but True. it's Hispanic Heritage Month, and I was like, why are we doing this, blah, 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 but then you turn the page and you realize, okay, it's an act. Now, Vix, you turned me because <laughs> I think it's it's the same idea of, like, a white guy who's friends with a black person so they can say the N-word. I guess, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a complete accident as well, we're recording it's... this episode during, <laughs> like... <laughs> I did not schedule this one because of that. Yeah, it's not good. They're <laughs> like the way, it, like the words are phonetically spelled, like Mister. You disappoint us. It's oh. like, oh no. Um, cringe. It's, I cringe so hard that my butthole cramped. <laughs> oh jeez, not a butthole cramp. <laughs> I heard it from him. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's got to page two. so they knock uh, Villiers out and then that's when they start speaking they sort of drop this this accent um but they say isn't isn't that how the gringos would have a speak like peasants in a field uh and then they hear a voice and one says madre dios mother of god and daredevil flies out the sky (laughs) like a rocket ship like as you do it's great. <laughs> I I really like this panel. He flies so hard that the guy, all the guys' hats fly off their heads. <laughs> I uh, will say I do. I am enjoying Villiers' suit. Oh, I didn't even notice his suit. Like, uh, although in on oh Marvel yeah, Un- it's quite cool. It's purple. On Marvel Unlimited, it's like a fuchsia color yeah. at the beginning, but then when you see him later on, it's red. Mm. Which is wow. a bit weird. But... Mm. It is like fuchsia um, at the start. You're right. There's a butt punch coming up as well. There is a butt punch coming up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm I am um, uh, going to develop a, a bingo card um, Vix for for us. Oh my god! Um, and yes. butt punch will be on it because good. Um, I feel but, like we but, need a uh, butt butt punch and dick punch. Butt punch, dick punch. Uh, old cloakeroo. Old cloakeroo. Um, <laughs> old Karen. Uh, <laughs> There'll be many um, things on it. If you think of any, Dan, please let us know. God damn it, Matthew. Um, <laughs> and why are you like this? <laughs> Which I, I, I say far too often. One of these guys pulls a gun on Daredevil, and Daredevil, like, I guess punches him, so this guy flips 180 degrees in the air, but it does look like Daredevil's punching him in the butt, and it's great. I love it. I'm assuming this is what <laughs> so, you mean, like, but... Two... 
two panels before that mm. what is that stance that he's doing where he goes no pal let's not try anything rush he's like jumping he's like he's, doing, he's like doing a cheerleader looks... jump he's jumping in the air and he's like kicking his butt with his feet like click like clicking his heels but or something the way there. his arms are it looks like he's about to make like pterodactyl noises <laughs> maybe like yeah, but I like it though. Yeah, it's like butt punch. Well, because I think he's just, yeah, it is more like a like a cheerleading move. Like, hey, bitch, what's up? <laughs> exactly. You're gonna get a fucking butt punch. Oh, I love he but he punches this guy so hard. This guy like spins like a Catherine wheel. It's so great. Oh. Upside down. Oh. <laughs> so all these guys are like running towards him. He picks one up and he says, Hasta la vista, amigo. And I was like, or as we say in American, I was like, oh no. Oh, God. Is this a well known American saying, Dan, where you say to people, thanks for the hassle and good afternoon? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's like kind of like a tip of the hat, you know? <laughs> Thanks for the hassle and good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah. And when you've just like you've Brad been talking so to a client, you know, that's what you say to them <laughs> when, you're, when you're trying to sell a house. Yeah, I'll be on the phone <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, you know, wh- wh- what do you think, Dan? You know, sh- should we uh, negotiate the porch swing? I'm like, <laughs> thanks for the hassle and good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, so, Dan, I was like, you know, destroying all these guys. One gets away. Um, he jumps in the car and uh, they've obviously got Villiers and... Uh, oh, no, they haven't got Villiers. They leave him behind, sorry. Um, they uh, they get in, they drive away, and then this guy comes running out who's very... Um, he's got a very orange beard here, which immediately changes colour in the next panel. But um, he is... Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. This is Keith Bayard... Um, would you like to know his long history in comics in the Marvel uh, universe, Vix? He looks like Beast. He does look like Beast. Oh, he he first appears yeah. in this issue, and then he's in the next issue, and that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 oh Keith, we barely knew you. Um, so they run out of the embassy. In the next panel, he does look like Beast. He's got pale blue hair. It's meant to be white, I guess. He's got no moustache. He's just got a beard, not moustache. This is not a look I'm a fan of. I don't like it. It looks very strange. It looks all right on Beast, but that's because Beast is like massive and blue. Well, yeah, and he's a Beast. Um, so I I love that he like Keith. I'm gonna call him Keith. Keith says, "Hey, I didn't catch your name." <laughs> Guy dressed as a devil. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm Daredevil." <laughs> Back in Fun City, then, I'm Daredevil. I just oh god. <laughs> Daredevil says he's been hearing tales of a man named El Condor. Um, what do you know about him? And we get a little bit of, you know, exposition about him. He's the most. Can I just... Yeah, go on. So, are they are those slaves in the background? I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was, yeah, I was thinking that. What do you think, Dad? 
That's interesting. Well, I, I wonder if they're just, and this is for a lack of a better term, but uh, villagers, you know, like locals. Yeah. Um, well, who've just come like wandering in to, through the embassy gates. Yeah. So that's odd, right? Because like, you know, obviously the embassy and uh, in, in the glorious, you know, city of Delvadia, I'm sure there's uh Please, you know, it's the a embassy country. Is in the city. It's a country, Dan. Yeah, yeah, excuse me, excuse me, the country. Yeah. 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 So, like, My nobody apologies. else in this entire comic, apart from them, are that colour. Mm. Mm. Like, not even the guys who just kidnap Villiers and everything. I was just like, this made me so uncomfortable i yeah i kind of saw it and was like i'm not gonna think too much about that i would like to think it's a bit more it's not that because we're in the 70s but then as we saw in the issue with the tribune everything changes but nothing changes so mm-hmm. you know i would like to give you some facts about Delvadio. the capital of Delvadio is sao paulo uh the population <laughs> is is but- Oh, Hold on, that's, a, that's actually a place. I know, but yeah. this is also the capital of Delvadio. <laughs> except okay. it's spelled P-A-L-O. Um, hasn't got a, an extra O in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the government is a republic. The currency is the Delvadio, Del, Delvadiano. The Delvadiano. It's okay. in the galaxy of the Milky Way. <laughs> okay. There you go. Just in case you wanted. <laughs> yes. Um... There you go. I just thought I'd give you some fun facts. The major language is Spanish. And Quechua? I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm sorry. Q-U-E-C-U-C... Sorry. Q-U-E-C-H-U-A. Quechua? I don't know. Anyway, there's all the fun facts for you about No Idea. So we find out about. Oh, oh okay. I, I apologize, Claire. That's okay. I, I I just googled this real quick, and and I apologize if I'm not saying it correctly, but Quechua language. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a real thing. Ah. If, if anyone didn't know, I I didn't know. Me neither. But it it's an indigenous language family spoken by the Quechua peoples, um, uh, primarily living in the Peruvian oh, yeah. Andes. So I'm wondering if the people that are, um, you know, a little bit darker, maybe mm-hmm. they are in the indigenous people. Yeah. Of, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, justify anything, but I know we were thinking like slaves or something like that. But, you know, in in that area, there are people who will have a darker complexion and sometimes lighter mm-hmm. complexion. And, and it just depends on, uh, you know, anyways. So that's something interesting i guess yeah that's cool yeah it says it's spoken in the highlands andean highlands from ecuador to bolivia and it was and it was the language of the inca empire although it predates the inca which is cool and where this fake country is is in that area yeah so you know anyways so this is why you'd be fooled into thinking it's all real (laughs) go and visit um so Keith is very angry. By, by, meanwhile, they've called an ambulance, but Villiers is just lying on the ground and was just staring at him. And his suit has changed colour as well. Oh, yeah, it has changed colour. Mm. It is. It's red. It's covered. It's soaked in his blood. Mm. He's, he's worse injured than we thought. 
Um, so we get the point of view of Daredevil as this ambulance arrives. I'm assuming it's meant to be his point of view that he hears the noise and like there's these lights um, is meant to be. I, I, I took it as like his radar sense. Uh, we get an example of his radar sense later as well. These guys from the ambulance are all very shifty looking. And they pick him up and they just kind of throw him in the back of the ambulance. Like his feet are sticking out the back. <laughs> um, yeah, because who, who are these like ambulance workers? Because are are they from the embassy? Because they they look like just like white dudes, right? They're no, these are the bad guys because they kidnap him. Right. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah yeah yeah. They the fake. Oh faker. yeah yeah. Because then they say underlay, which that's the wrong spelling of underlay, but mm, cool. Yeah. And as this ambulance drives away, Keith runs off to do something. Um, he's obviously he's very upset. Uh, so meanwhile, Daredevil does a little sprint across the, the rooftops and he ponders about Keith and he's like, oh, I know he's upset because of this, um, you know, every he's feeling edgy and blah, blah, blah. I hope he doesn't do something crazy. And then it says, hey, I know you're wondering what's Daredevil doing south of the equator. Well, we'll have the answer to that in a minute. <laughs> so meanwhile, we, we uh, switch to uh, the desert just three miles south of the tool, which we now know is Sao Paulo. Um, and they take him out this ambulance in the middle of nowhere. And they're going to take him to the camp where El Condor's uh, doctors can attend to him. When the Americans discover what they have done, they may all need doctors. And they put him in the car. They were going to kidnap him in earlier. Because we can see, because it's got the bullet, the cracked windscreen. And they drive him away and confirm that anyone who wants to live has to worship El Condor as a god. A bit like <laughs> being friends with Dan, in a way, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> um, so we go back to, I'm guessing, Matt's hotel room. It's a pretty nice hotel room. It's a very swanky suite he's got there. Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest. It is nice. And he's got changed into a shirt. Well, he's got changed back into Matt Murdock in a, into a shirt and like a little dressing gown, a green dressing gown, I guess. Um, he's, he's in his loungewear. In his loungewear. He's standing on the balcony and he's kind of thinking about why he's there in this statue of El Condor. Um, and he says that uh, he came, he agreed to come with Foggy on this Senate-sponsored fact-finding mission as a bid for glory because he envies El Condor, who's like a beloved, you know, he's beloved. And they built a statue of him, and I was like, wait, what? What? It's yeah, I didn't quite understand. I found this very confusing. Yeah. Um, also because they bring back the kind of thing where he's pining over Karen in this issue, which we haven't had for a little while to <sighs> this extent. So it almost felt like this issue should have taken place a few issues ago, which I know it's, you wouldn't have really... heard of the last episode or, or whatever, Dan, but it it felt like this issue was kind of out of order. Just this, this whole, like, his kind of, like, soliloquy. <laughs> his monologue, his monologue on the balcony. It's yes. just like, did you really need to come to South America to do that? Like, I don't quite. It, it like, it, it did didn't fit in the middle of what's happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It. Yeah. It's. 
I don't know. What did you think about this, Dan? About what exactly? I'm sorry, well, I, I, I got on a tangent somewhere. No worries. Researching. Matt's, Matt's reasons for, for coming here as a bid for glory. Just I, like El Condor. Yeah. It's so odd. So, you know, because I, I don't read all of the issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I ended up reading issue 74 just to get like context because nice. I was a little like confused. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so and obviously like issue 74 has nothing to do with 75. Right. Yeah. So then what I assumed was like he's going through this breakup and he just needs to get out of the city, guys. He needs to get out of <laughs> Hill's kitchen, let his hair down. Um, I mean, he's certainly not going to fuck there. I mean, no, 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 absolutely not going to fuck. But he just needs a change of scenery. That's all. Mm, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, he did make lots of new friends in the last issue. He had his little blind squad. <laughs> Yeah, little blind friends. Blind together. I love them. Yeah, we love the blind squad. They're amazing. (laughs) Um, So as he's thinking, he starts thinking about Karen, and we get a floating spooky Karen head above his shoulder. (laughs) That's so weird. Like made of stars or something, and and he says that her that him choosing to be Daredevil is so hateful to Karen that she's turned his love away forever. Vix. It's, yeah, Karen turned away from him just because he's Daredevil, right? Right, Vex? Right, Vex? Karen is living her best life and has set boundaries mm-hmm. because Karen is worth more than than Matt can provide. So I am always, I'm on team Karen. She's been, she's like, no, you know what? You've let me down one too many times. I can't do this. These are my boundaries. I'm living my best Hollywood life mm-hmm. in LA. In a fabulous um, apartment. You know, and if you want me, you're really going to have to work for it. Yeah. And too right. Too yeah. right. I agree. I agree. So, Team so, Karen. Yeah. He's, he's, he's feeling sorry for himself, you know. <laughs> I, I took a photo of one of these panels and I sent it to Tammy and Brad and I said, what a drama queen. And it's where Matt is saying, Rain, let's hope it will cleanse you of your memories and your fears, Matthew. Fat chance, right? Memories of lost love and a girl named Karen Page will never leave. Never! Those wounds only grow scabs, which wait, wait to be ripped off. My chemical romance plays <laughs> in the background. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay, Matthew. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone full emo. This issue. Yes. I think that yeah. might be. I mean, he, even his fringe is kind of emo, which is funny. <laughs> like he's even got like a little emo fringe in the early panel. Um, that might be my panel of the week, just because it made me laugh so hard. Because he's just, just out loud, just feeling sorry for himself, and it's so great. Um, so Foggy knocks on his door and says. Um, it's happening again. There's something about an ambulance which has just arrived. And Matt's like, whoa, so the other ambulance was a fake one? And Foggy's like, how, how, how did you know? And he's like, never mind. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Foggy's got lovely brown eyes in this close-up. We don't often see the colour of his eyes. 
We don't see mat size at all, but we don't no, often see mummy size. And when we do, they're just like empty, windowless yeah, he's, he's portals. The and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like buy copies, like physical copies of of all the issues where you actually get to see his eyes. I'm gonna draw little teeth in them. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> um. <laughs> so off they go. Matt puts on like a purple shirt or coat or something. Um, and comments on the fact that this was meant to be just a little minor trip, but now everything's changed. Um, there's a band of determined men who are camped high in the rocky foothills of the Andes, and with their binoculars, they watch what's going on. Uh, this is Domingo and his horse in the rain. He's a happy guy. Why are all the horses red in this issue? I, I don't know if you noticed that. They're all, every single one of them is red. Maybe it's like a, a breed. Like, not, you know, it's not meant to be red, red, but like chestnut, like it's a breed that you get. Mm. I, I, I know nothing about horses apart from they have four legs. <laughs> like, the, clo- the closest colour would be, I guess, chestnut or sorrel. Yeah. Um, But not red like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is bright red, yeah. Apparently, since El Condor returned to lead them, there's been no smiling in the camp. Oh, he used to be singing and drinking, but now there's only sombre silence. I was like, yeah, you know, I think once Liz Trust started to return to lead us, there is no longer singing and drinking things. Oh, darn. Even the, even the Tories hate us. Seriously, <laughs> you've got to be really terrible for the Tories to hate you. Actually, no, you don't, because the Tories probably hate me as well. Uh, this next panel, you guys are gonna like. The, I was so confused by this panel. I I think this panel, it, this is the introduction of El Condor. I I feel like this panel, and I think part of it is the character design, is so messy because Domingo kind of runs runs in and El Condor I was looking at this panel and I was like I have no clue what is going on in this I can see two gloves and I can't see a face and I don't know what's happening and I had to go to the next page to, yeah, to see like, a full kind of length and then go back I could not work out like, what was going on is he putting on his outfit in the first panel that he's in I couldn't work out I don't know he's, like, he's turning to look behind his him face was yeah because it's, it's like this so, mask on yeah, the side, so the weird. shadows are weird, the hat's weird. Like, I did not bo- know what like, was happening. The body, it, like, it doesn't make any sense. The body's kind of like, twisted as well. Um, you can like see him Tweety better in the next just, panel. like, threw up on him, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our introduction to El Condor. Um, what do you think of his costume, guys? This new villain friend of ours. Um, again, like, are we sure that it's not Beast under there? <laughs> it really Could looks be. like Beast. <laughs> and it's which me, kind Hank of McCauley. like I'm pretty sure just from like that kind of hair alone, I think we know who El Condor is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what are you pretty saying? Pretty sure we've already met him. I don't remember meeting anyone with <laughs> blue hair. With like as bushy, you know, hair and suspiciously no moustache, but very full chin hair. Mm, mm. Interesting. Mm, I well, wonder who it could be. He's very upset that he uh, he gets um, interrupted, and 
knocks this guy out. We can't see if he has a moustache, to be honest, because he's, you know, he's got a little birdie mask on. I hate everything about this design. Hmm. <laughs> um, also, I'd like Although to point out... He, yeah. he is wearing a poncho, and it is practically impossible to be unhappy in a poncho. <laughs> Fair enough. Ah, I, anyone, if anyone gets where that quote is from... <laughs> You get a gold star. Um, I just like the fact that he's got a little eagle friend. Yeah, that is cool. Hanging out on his shoulder. Like he's like the eagle bearer from Assassin's Creed or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're all going to ride off. They're going to wrest the fruits of victory from its from its teeth. And they're all like, yay, let's do it. And they all jump in the car and everything and Carlos has got to stay behind with uh, with their kidnapped friend okay and then he jumps on his horse with his whip and shouts viva la revolution and off they go <laughs> okay so elsewhere amidst the creaking boards of the capital city's waterfront ghetto uh, someone goes and knocks on the door and it's it's Keith. Now, Vix, I'd like to point out, I like your theory about Keith being El Condor, but Keith is about to go up against El Condor. I don't know how that works. <laughs> is there an maybe extra Keith them. brother? Oh, oh. Maybe maybe he's been, uh, someone has been dipping into Matt's theatrical makeup <laughs> stash. <laughs> oh, so that's why it looks like a fake beard. <laughs> that's glued on with spirit gum. He stuck it on upside down. If you actually look like under his chin, you'll see the moustache bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he knocks at this door and he is looking for Chino, um, who is uh, someone he knows from the past. Uh, Chino's wife answers with a a random baby. I was like, oh, there's a baby. Um, And Chino is wearing a very bright shirt. Green and green check. It's very bright. It is, yeah, it is bright. Keith says, I'm no longer your commanding officer. Um, our lives are more complex now, Chino. Um, one thing hasn't left us, though, which is friendship. A friend of mine has been taken by El Condor, and I'm not going to wait for him to be killed because of bureaucratic red tape. And he's like, okay, what do we do? And he's like, rah, revolution! <laughs> and Chino says, with you, Captain, I would ride into the jaws of Satan himself. It's true friendship. Uh, right. I wouldn't ride into the jaws of Satan for you, Vic. Sorry. Uh, well, to be fair, like I would, like I would, because I like Satan seems pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be down to hang. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Foggy and Matt are trying to drive through uh, the town, but they just keep getting stuck because there's all these tiny little roads. Um. It's like driving in London, I guess. And uh, Matt's like, oh, I've got to drop Foggy somehow. What am I going to do? I've got to change into Daredevil. Oh, how can I do it? So, so Dan, what, what is what is Matt's plan to do this? Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I know he's not going to fuck. That's <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> so he senses an archway up ahead or a tunnel. We see it through his his radar sense, which is quite cool. It's like kind of yellow and black. I like it. 
Um, and then he sneaks up behind Foggy and yells, Foggy, look out behind you. <laughs> and like, 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 I don't know, breaks Foggy's upper vertebrae with a karate chop. Yeah. Like, like Foggy's dead now. He's, he's absolutely. Dead. Or he's, or he's he's paralyzed because absolutely furious. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, re- I read this just... bit and I was like, oh, I remember this, and I was like, Vix is going to be so angry. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> and then he goes on like this kind of like five panel like monologue about how he's <laughs> he's an arsehole and he just like smacked his best mate upside yeah. the head and he, you know he might killed him. Yeah, but it's okay because and I just thought I was absolutely lit. I had to put my phone down because I was reading it on my phone. I had to put my phone down and have a little moment. <laughs> Uh, Vix, I'd like to I'd like to point out when it says about Matt, look at this man and try to understand his sorrow, Vix. No, no, <laughs> no, no. He didn't want to do it, but he still did it. I mean, didn't he? I I feel like there would be ways that if Foggy went into that tunnel first, which Foggy did, Matt could like sneak away, <laughs> and then. You know, like, run away from there, turn into Daredevil. And then when Foggy later is like, hey, Matt, where were you? Matt can be like, oh, I I stumbled up, a, you know, through in a door in the tunnel and got lost or something. And Foggy would believe it. Foggy's believed that Matt's been kidnapped by pirates before. Do you know what I mean? Foggy's too trusting. Oh. Matt oh, did Foggy. not have to, have to <laughs> like, pummel him into I unconsciousness. Just... <laughs> just so it's ex- so extreme like he just he literally couldn't you know he's supposed to be one of the greatest legal minds in the country <laughs> and all he could think of to do was literally break his best friend's neck yeah and leave him in the gutter in a strange town like city in a different country <laughs> like what do you mean? Look, Vix, he can never know if he's been right in making the choices he has. He can only trust that his goal is a just one. And that baby is what makes heroes out of men. It's also what makes martyrs. Some of us kind of think the two are the same thing. That's to quote the comic. I am just... Dan, what do you think (sighs) about his choice here? Is this what you would have done? Yeah, 100%. That's what you have to do, right? When when you're going to turn into Stand Devil, this is what you do, yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't be like, oh, hey, I've, I've got like a, you know, I got to take some medication or, oh, I forgot I've got like a thing that I got to do, blah, blah, blah. No, you just got to make your best friend a quadriplegic. Yeah. Um, yeah. That That's just what you have to do. <laughs> but I, I do like that, like, this is his choice, like, because this is Matt Murdock, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's so funny that, like, he is, yeah, one of the, the greatest legal minds and he's a smart guy, blah, blah, blah. But he's also... The fucking daredevil who does like stupid shit all the time. Man without so, fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just do like that, like, yeah, this is the option. Like, this is our best option here is to just karate chop this guy on his spine. Yeah. And hope there's no permanent damage. Well, he's not really hoping, Claire. He's just thinking about the bigger goal. Foggy, who last issue, like, went to Matt because he was all upset because he was suddenly blinded. And Mm. Matt was like, ugh, get over yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, not not the best choice. Um, Do you guys agree that heroes and martyrs are the same thing? 
I thought that was kind of interesting because I know you haven't read the it's comics, fine. Vix, but you've watched the Netflix series and it's something that the character of Claire, not me, um, brings up <laughs> in the series about martyrs and Matt being a martyr and, you know. I think it's a really complex yeah. issue because technically you could argue that, like, every superhero is a martyr of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um but every martyr is not necessarily a superhero. Very true. Mm. So that was deep, man. It's it was a little bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Yeah, I mean, it, it's true to his character, mm-hmm. right? Like, like at least from what I know of like the TV series, because I'm more familiar with the the yeah. series, you know, the television series than the comics, and so. You know, if I remember, like, that first episode, like, that's what it's all about is, like, I just got to dress up like this guy and, uh, you know, this is what I have to do. Yeah. You know, and it's all, like, it's all about him. Um, So within his perspective, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the same thing. Heroes and martyrs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He leaps up leaves a little purple trail behind him i don't know why it's drawn like this it's very strange um (laughs) (laughs) he's like bouncing with a little purple trail behind him um so he's like right i've got to stop keith because keith's going to cause an international incident um you know this was only meant to be a paid vacation but oh it's all going crazy uh, and instead, and then he... I've I've killed my best friend. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh well, then maybe this is why he's suddenly so tired because he just talks for a few panels about how tired and weary he is and, and, how, and, his, and like, how his back hurts. His back hurts. <laughs> his old age. And I was like, well, Matthew, we're only seventy-five issues in out of six hundred and fifty. Like, come on, man, <laughs> pull yourself together. Um. <laughs> He says maybe he has iron poor blood, like he's anemic, I guess. He needs to take care of himself. That's what he needs. He needs a a lie down, a, a trip to the spa. Um, and then he talks about how lonely he is as well, which is something that I feel like keeps coming back in these Jerry Conway issues, talking about the loneliness of being someone who has to, I mean, in his in his mind, has to lie to those he loves. Whereas he could tell the truth to like Foggy, um, you know, but he feels like he has to lie and push everyone away. But also there's the fact that, like we said before, I think when Emma was on the show, he's constantly lying about who he is anyway, because he's constantly either downplaying or upplaying his abilities um, because of, you know, his his senses and his blindness and everything. Um, But he does point out to himself that he's alienated everyone who's ever tried to help him. Well, and just the fact that, you know, the one person he has told and does know his identity is just so done with his shit that she moved the other side of a continent. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he says that he's he can't give up being dead at all. Do you think that's why he went on holiday? Because he also has now alienated his little blind squad? Oh, mm. They've all left him as but well. They've probably had enough of his shit as well. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, I've had enough of this shit. Uh, no, you got, haven't. We've got, <laughs> we've got, got six hundred five hundred and eighty. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she used to go. 
Dedo, uh, hears the sound of horses running, and he's like, oh, the ghost of El Condor, here he comes, ah! And uh, all these guys are riding. Um, El Condor sends his little eagle off to do some flying, maybe some reconnaissance. And meanwhile, oh. Keith is on his horse, and he's riding down the mountain with a, a posse, and they're going to have a fight. He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes. <laughs> These poor horses. He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes. Yeah. I just, I just feel like these poor horses didn't ask for this. No, they didn't. And then Jerry Conway says, in the final moments, the side a man fights for no longer matters. There is only the fact of dying, a fact which relieves the cause of the meaning. Agreed. Um... So, big fight going on. Um, Chino gets shot and he says his chest is on fire. And then um, Keith also gets shot in the arm. I was like, this is pretty um, violent, you know, for uh, a dead of issue. Particularly because it's like guns. I don't know. It's like, it's different to, you know, breaking your best friend's neck with the chop of your hand. You know, this is like gun violence. It's kind of, you don't really see it that much. It's people being shot, mm. you know. Um, so El Condor now has Keith. He's like, you're a greater use to me alive than dead. And then Daredevil watches from a tiny red tree. <laughs> Complaining about his back. <laughs> he's like, oh, my back. <laughs> he's kind of kneeled in this tree like he's in a little posture chair like I am at the moment. <laughs> so maybe his back is <laughs> And that is the end of the issue, guys. So, uh, what are we going to toot and what are we going to boot for this issue, guys? Um, This issue, quite fashion light, I feel. I very much enjoyed Villiers' colour-changing suit at the beginning. I think it was like a hyper... What were those things called from the 90s? Hypercolor, is that what they were called? Hypercolor, yeah. <laughs> Global hypercolor t-shirt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, lovely. Um, I had the socks. Which you had hypercolor really... socks? Yeah, which just... kind of doesn't make sense. No. Because it would literally be like the cuff was yeah. stayed the normal colour and the rest of it was, yeah. Bizarre. Did you have any hypercolor stuff, Dan? We were cool <sighs> Yeah, so... Yeah, no, technically I did. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't because the brand was Hypercolor. Mm. And and I had like faker color. You know? <laughs> Fakey color. <laughs> yeah, it was probably from Kmart. Nice. Or or five below. Yeah. Greatest yeah. store in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think, Dan? Did anything jump out to you as a particularly good fashion or a particularly bad fashion? You know, I I'm kind of a fan of El Condor's fit. Like I like mm-hmm. what he's got going on. Uh, <laughs> but I just really like someone who will, will, will like wear spurs. You know, like if you're <laughs> like jangle, all jangle, in jangle. it like that. Yeah, I'll take it. Do you wear spurs, though? I, I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna say, if not, on you all should. of my business meetings, I wear spurs. <laughs> I did like I do enjoy a good poncho. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Like I do, I do enjoy one, um, but the overall kind of look was like someone had just stuffed Beast into a culturally <laughs> inappropriate Halloween costume. 
I this issue is so low on fashion. I kind of think I'm gonna also to El Condor, but only when you because when you see the outfit like full length, I don't think it's that bad. It's in that first panel where it's Which just such a mess of 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 yellows and greens and it's like what is happening what is um, going on here you know but i think i'm gonna toot el condor as well but it's a it's a mild toot um are you gonna boot el condor then vix um it's difficult because like i do enjoy his poncho mm. but overall it's kind of like a it looks quite like quite a cumbersome costume now, I don't know if I can boot a beard, if that counts as fashion or not. <laughs> but if I can, I'm going to boot Keith's... Keith's outfit's pretty boring anyway, and I don't like his beard. I don't like a beard that is a beard without, like, some kind of, like, hair on the upper lip. It's so, an Abraham Lincoln. I don't it like it. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's It upsets me quite a lot. Um, I also kind of like Matt's um, like violet suit that he puts on. Yeah. Before he kills Foggy. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you, Dan? Is there anything that was that stood out as particularly egregious to you? I I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about your panel of the week, Dan? Oh, so I think that's on page fifteen. Mm-hmm. And um, it's I think it's the bottom left and it's where um, Daredevil, he's um, he, he's just like changing into his outfit, you know, so he's just like kind of putting his pants down. <laughs> I just like the idea of that, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just put my pants down. I'm going to be Daredevil behind this like random pillar. Yeah, after exactly. I, after I've just killed my best friend. Yeah. 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 That's what he does. I mean, you can't do it before you kill your best friend. That would be inappropriate. (laughs) That would be really inappropriate. I'm just looking (laughs) at that panel now. That is funny. I do like that panel as well. Um, My favourite panel, though, is going to be the one where he's just out loud having a pity party in his hotel suite because it's just so funny to me. (laughs) Talking about the scabs that his emotional wounds have. Like, okay, Matt, okay. Calm down. Vix, what about you? Dick, uh, butt punch. Every time. Oh, I mean, nothing yeah. else could compete if there's a butt punch and a mm-hmm. issue for you, right? Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, now we have to vote what we're going to do with this issue. Now, Vix, um, there are three options, are there not? Please share these options with the bar. Recite to me these options three. <laughs> um... So the first option is that is such an amazing, amazing issue that uh, it must be immortalised for all time in our very extra special vault at the back of the bar uh, where all the best issues live on. I don't actually know how many issues we've got back there. I Uh, I need to do a count. I will do a count at some point. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can keep going. the second option, if it's a bit kind of like, eh, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't the best, we're not too sure, then we have a special shelf under the bar uh, where those issues live and may or may not be used to mop up spillages mm-hmm. at some point. In yeah. um, if we really hate it, then it goes in the garbage with the incels that don't think that Daredevil fucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Which is basically your mum's basement. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, what do you think? You're our special guest. I'm going to ask you. Yeah, first. thank you. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I think it goes under the bar. Right. I mean, I, I you know, I, yeah, I, I, I don't it is Hispanic Heritage Month. And I'm sure that this was, you know, this issue was keeping in mind that we were going to do this podcast right <laughs> around Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't want to forget that. However, I, I do think it's it probably doesn't deserve to be in the vault. Uh, sorry, no. But it, it, should it be in the trash with the incels? <laughs> no one wants to be there. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, can you imagine El Condor with incels? What oh, is that like? Yikes. <laughs> well, maybe in the oh. next issue we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree with Dan. I think it's, yeah, not vault worthy. It's, yeah, not trash. I did laugh at Matt's little pity party and the fact that he, like, nearly murders Foggy is kind of funny. Um, so I would say under the bar. What about you, Vix? Uh, I was ready to throw it in the trash <gasps> because the there was a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in this that really boiled my piss. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And made me a little bit uncomfy. Uh, mm. But it does have a butt punch. Yeah. And... Matt's entire balcony pity party monologue um, <laughs> was just hilarious to me. I was like, yeah, suffer, soy boy. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, that elevates it from the incel garbage to I'll probably use it to wipe up some vomit next week. Okay. Um, oh, good. So, yeah. I mean, it is Comic-Con weekend, right? So. New True. York, New York Comic-Con weekend. I'm sure yep. that'll be in the bar after Comic-Con. And, you know, well, it could, you know, so it could be used to wipe down some nerd sweat. It could be used to wipe down the nerd sweat of all the nerdy man babies um, getting really stressed about. about the fact that Daredevil fucks. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> because they're just jealous because they're not the ones getting to uh, sleep with She-Hulk. Absolutely. Also, talking about comic um, Comic Con nerds, shout out to Emma from Desplaining, who's at New York Comic Con. <laughs> and I, yeah, I have seen the costumes yeah, as well, and right. they're brilliant. I saw a photo yeah. of the Save Daredevil crew. Shout out to them as well. I saw a photo of the Save Daredevil crew at Comic Con, and there was someone in the front row dressed as Mike Murdock, and I was like, I do believe that that is. Emma from Death It's Lady. not going to be anyone else. There's not going to be anyone else on the planet Emma dressed in this Mike Murdoch. Absolutely. Oh, we like love you, Emma. Yeah. Oh, Emma. Literally the, the only best. Mike Murdoch cosplayer in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, well, it's going under the bar. Okay, guys, now it is time for a very special a part of this episode. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Now it's time for everyone's favourite part. This is the whole reason that Dan wanted to be on this podcast. He was like, Claire, can I be on the podcast? And I said, maybe. And he said, I mean, I want to do Vix Predicts. And I was like, well, OK, it's everyone's favourite. Uh, yeah, it's called yeah. Vix Predicts.
down for this because we obviously have not read the next issue, Dan. I'm I'm assuming. <laughs> Correct. No, but but I I want to hear what Vix thinks. Okay. Well, cool. Vix, are you ready for the title of the next issue? <sighs> Is it Daredevil Fox? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> No, that's not for a few issues. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to fuck El Condor with a butt punch. He's just going <laughs> to defeat all the villains now <laughs> through, through sex. Uh, oh, exactly. oh, It's because his bonus is based on performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, watch. <laughs> oh, no. No. Be serious, Vix. The next issue, I'm of always course... Serious is called The Death March of El Condor. <laughs> oh, I can just picture like, El Condor marching forward, laying waste to the white man that has colonised his country uh, <laughs> for hundreds and hundreds of years, um, reclaiming the, everything that has been stolen, uh, and it's going to be epic. Viva la revolution! <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't need to read the description. That's exactly what it says. No, it doesn't. Uh, the description is as follows. Uh, and you can tell me what you think will happen. It's additional information. Fly high, DD, or die. The cataclysmic climax of Hornhead's epic clash with the mysterious El Condor, jam-packed with enough action to keep you glued to the edge of your seat. See, now I've just got like a, a picture in my mind of... When you say fly high, mm-hmm. uh, Dee of um, El Condor just yeeting him into the stratosphere. <laughs> I, have a, I have Rocky in my head, because isn't that like the, yeah. the song? Isn't it fly high from Rocky? Is it? Yeah, the I little, the Rocky theme. Dan, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, well, I think, isn't that Eye of the Tiger? No, the other one. Where am like, I thinking of fly high now? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That would be really funny if El Condor was just like, yeah, I've had enough of you, and just throws him so hard up in the air. Um, that like, that's he... a shitty thing you did breaking your friend's neck. Yeah, and for that, I am sending you into space. This is how we end up with, with Daredevil in space, by the way. <laughs> the start of his cosmic adventures. Is... I mean, he's been in space before. Uh, because El Condor threw him there. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> For being another white man interfering. Well, you with... are wrong, Vix. I'm sorry, you're wrong. But we will have Damn to it. wait to find out uh, next time. I can just, I can just, if I get like a magnifying glass out, I can have a look at the cover. <laughs> That's the only reason <laughs> I gave it issue. to you was so it's so tiny you can't see the actual cover. I'm pretty sure that in like a couple of issues' time, I can see Spider-Man's butt. Well, Spider-Man's butt might be in it, but Spider-Man isn't. Just his butt. Just his butt. Dan, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, and and you're right. Yeah, it's going to fly now, and it's what is considered the Rocky theme. Yeah. So, the Rocky theme song. I feel, because that used to be on my gym playlist, you know. You need to be on the treadmill listening to that. Yeah to inspire you you know also like Same. the soundtrack of the fp which i also had on that soundtrack. yeah that that's how you get gains yeah exactly so i don't know about you but if i'm on the uh, if i'm on the treadmill i'm listening to sissy that walk 
I did have Sissy mm. That Walk on mine as well, and also the um, soundtrack of oh, Pacific Rim. Oh, very God, good, very good so boxing much. music, the theme to Pacific Rim. Anyway, <laughs> Dan, please tell us where we can find you when you're not doing this. Is there anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I just want to promote the fact that I am not a doctor of physical therapy. I'm not six foot five. Um, you know, I, I'm about Wait, six you're not foot, that, just a that little bit. That's the one we wanted on this, this podcast. Oh, so this has gotten awkward. I apologize. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm just about, like I said, about six foot, a little bit less. Um, I'm, I sell real estate in Orlando. Um, I, I am not a, a doctor of physical therapy who has a million followers on TikTok. So d- that's what I'm promoting. I'm just doing all the, the, the press and, and podcasts, um, talking to Oprah soon enough to mm-hmm. just talk about it. So it's just getting confusing. So thank you for sharing your platform with me. You're absolutely welcome. No problem at all. Um, you don't want people to be confused, you know. No, it happens easily, you know. Vix, do you want to promote anything? Uh, I would say maybe head to the Topple and Burn website and get yourself some Fuck the Tories jewellery. Nice. Yeah, I think they're donating... (laughs) I think think they're donating uh, a portion of every sale to uh, the Trust's food banks. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's very good quality. I'm wearing uh, one of their rings as we speak. Very cool. Mm. Uh, I am going to recommend uh, watching She-Hulk. Uh, Daredevil oh, yes. was in it. it is, it's I love this series, She-Hulk. It's comedic. It's very. It's a good episode. It's, it's just like a fun show. Um, and just watch it, not just for Daredevil, like. Tatiana Maslany is killing it. Oh, and she's so Hulk, good. She's great. She's perfect casting. So also good. check out um, Werewolf by Night, which was released. Mm. It's like a special that was on Disney Plus recently. I mentioned to Dan and Vix. Uh, I loved it. Very universal sort of horror feeling. Yeah, like, I loved it. Like the 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 lighting and the fact that it's yeah. in black and white. Yeah, and, yeah. it's just and fun. It's got, um, I lo- I, d- I can't remember the actress's name, but like the the woman in it who was like the wife of the, but she she played Bibi in Frasier. Yeah, she's been in everything. Oh, she God, was in X Files, I think in Eve. If I remember, she's been in everything. She's the actress that I constantly get confused in my head with Catherine O'Hara because they kind of look similar in my brain. I just yeah, I love her. I love yeah, her as an actress. She's brilliant. Uh, and it's got Gail Garcia Bernal in it, who's great. Um, yeah, so there we go. I'm going to recommend that. Uh, anyway, anything else to add, guys? Uh, just be, just be kind to Aww. each other. I think that's you don't add know. Well. Yeah, you don't know what people are going through. That's true. Yeah, and you know, to to just piggyback on that one, Vix. Um, there is a slight trigger warning with uh, She-Hulk and the Daredevil episode specifically oh, yes. because he he does he does fuck. He does. So yeah. if you're if you're in your mom's basement right now <laughs> and you're like, oh, Daredevil is on the She-Hulk, I need to watch this. Just again, um, 
Just be careful you... because there is some naked ankles. Oh yes. <laughs> if you are a Victorian, <laughs> if you walk in, there are naked ankles. It is saucy. But also, don't watch the Netflix show because Daredevil fucks in that, and also maybe don't read any of the comics because Daredevil fucks in those as well. I think the only person that fucks more than Matt Murdock in the comics is probably Tony Stark. Or She-Hulk. Mm. So, or Black Widow. Or Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Because that poor character just gets passed around everyone because, you know, obviously female character. Gotta fuck everyone. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Anyway, with that, that was a spicy episode. <laughs> Yay, misogyny. Yay. All right. Yay. We, we love you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on and tolerating my, my daredevil fucking. I think that is the most F-bombs we have ever dropped in any wow. episode. Yeah, it's a new record. We'll try and beat it next week. Yeah. <laughs> and if you guys don't agree, if you if you had issues with the, the, the episode of She-Hulk, you have issues with the way Daredevil was portrayed... And write in, let us know. We might reply. I don't know, maybe. Or, you know, or I, 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 I might not have the energy to get as upset about it though, because there's other things going on in the world. Yeah. And with that, yeah. we're out. Bye. Oh, Bye. time at the bar. Oh, oh, crap. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.